made it through Sober October. Surprisingly. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Technically for me, the fifth is the fifth is a month, but Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's like it was thirty one days today, and I'm like That's good enough. <laughs> Most months are thirty days. October's yeah. thirty one, but <clears throat> I was thinking about it today. It probably feels a lot more tempting for you because you had your plants to trim and you were around it. Whereas, like, I don't have anything here. And I mean, I've smelled a few people like tonight. I smelled a guy smoking it, chilling outside. But other than that, I haven't had like any temptations. So it's been pretty easy. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I I had uh, my one hitter just sitting out the whole time and then like a brooch. Sitting on my nightstand the whole month. <laughs> just like, it doesn't bother me if it's in front of me. It's like, I choose to do it. That's how I, I felt with it for a while. I mean, there was a little while there where I didn't. It was just kind of like. I'm a slave to it. <laughs> Smoke before I go to work and like shit like that. But yeah. My relationship with it has definitely changed like it's exciting growing it and then trimming and curing it and like trying it for the first time it's always a fun thing so i was it it was a good like patience um moment in my life how did it how did it taste tonight anyways (laughs) it was kind of harsh i like it after it cures for a little longer but yeah it was it was good it was decent (laughs) I can't ask too much. I fucking dry it in a hunting blind. (laughs) (laughs) Some redneck shit. Hey, it's dry in there, I guess. The, uh, the other stuff I grew smells better, so. But that just got in a jar last weekend. We didn't get frost until October 20, I think, 1st or 3rd or something it was. Mm-hmm. So I just love that baby out there. Yeah. It needed it, too. And then you got snow. <laughs> yeah. And then in the matter of two weeks, or not even two weeks, we got snow. Man. I'm enjoying the cold a little bit, but I'm missing the warm weather as well i agree i was sitting outside today and the sun was finally out and like there was moments where the breeze was like not there so i was just soaking up the sun it felt so damn good it like brought me back to summer days i'm just (laughs) i i like that warmth on my skin but i don't know winters make you tough in my opinion yeah, they make you miserable too. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. They make you a hibernated bear. Just get fat and lazy. Yes, sir. That's why it's bulk season. It's a good time for it. <laughs> yeah. My natural cycle. I always love it. All the people that have that extra body fat are always like, oh, it feels so nice out. I'm like, no. No, Tubby, you just have way more insulation, so (laughs) you're finally not sweating for once. 
<laughs> I like when it cools off like fall weather, like 50, 60 degrees and sunny. But once it hits like 35, it's been like 35, 40 the last couple of days. I'm like, Phew. that was a quick shift. Yeah. But there's always that person that's just walking around still with a t-shirt and shorts on <laughs> like it's summertime. Always. Always. It's nuts. I'm like, you guys are bitches. It's not that bad out. I'm like, no, it's fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's chilly. Oh, Jesus. Plus, I have dad's fingers and toes, so the circulation to my fucking fingers is not good. They get cold fast and, like, stay cold. Yeah, that's not that's not any fun. <clears throat> Hopefully, I don't develop that. My coworker yeah, no. has that really bad already. It's not fun to deal with. It's like when the yeah. sometimes when the blood comes back to him like fully, it feels weird or like I don't know. You can feel like the tips of your fingers. They're just kind of hurt because it feels like there's no blood in them. And then sometimes it's trying to get back to them. I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) Oh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you this story of the gym before I forget, because it was like classic gym bro shit. Just like shake my head sometimes. I've been going to Emily City to work out once in a while just because I don't know, it's like good to get <laughs> work out in a different space sometimes it feels good to just not know anybody mm-hmm. um so i went there a couple times this week and <laughs> the guy i saw today comes in i just got done deadlifting like was putting my plates up or i was just about to get done and he like comes walking over he's he's got his belt um a couple other things in his hand and he comes over like starts fucking ramming things around like there's a, it's a tight in there the, i have a gripe with this gym because they have way too much shit in a little space but anyway he he like just scowl on his face comes over starts fucking moving everything out of his way puts the big rack things on the the big rack holders and then I'm like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna deadlift or do some a squat or something, and no, he does these like rack pulls and gets his deadlift bands out or straps out, I guess is the right word, <laughs> Just, and he like pulls like four hundred and five pounds, but it's like three inches. You know what I mean? I'm like, what is that doing? <laughs> he's got his belt on his straps on and he's wearing fucking red wing boots and cargo pants like what is up with this <laughs> the shit you see at gym sometimes i thought it was just funny oh my god yeah you see some weird people walk through there like good for you weird people work out too i guess <laughs> shit you never know what kind of creatures are going to walk through the gym. Oh, especially at like a Planet Fitness, dude. You just never fucking know. Yeah, my favorite weight room is an empty weight room. 
like the people that you see like can be really funny but i just i can't take it it's too much yeah i agree <laughs> i always try to get my workouts in when it's when i know it's empty yeah just like the, there's like all different stereotypes too like the guy that takes up three three different areas at once and takes forever like a person like that that's doing like some exercise it's like what's the point of that you're literally just wasting time <laughs> you know it's funny to see though it's like you have a good habit of like a lot of people have like a good habit of going to the gym and i feel like good intentions and then sometimes the shit they do when they come in it's like that's why taking a class or like meeting with a trainer even a few times you can learn a lot like that's pretty valuable people don't take advantage of that enough <laughs> they go in and <laughs> do some shit i just like shake my head at like i don't judge in the gym i just like watch because i do what i do and i'm my shit's pretty boring to most people so it's like <laughs> i go and do it and whatever you go and do good for you <laughs> but yeah. sometimes like like that like when you're pulling a fucking like 405 rack pull that's like three inches you feel the need to he was like <clears throat> i don't know he's just one of those characters like just walking around a lot arms puffed out <laughs> just classic <laughs> bro yeah i had this i had a girl beat the shit out of a boy this week that was cool really yeah like same age yeah these two sixth graders they were walking in and all of a sudden i just heard Wop! and i was like what the hell was that and i turn around and this this girl is just beating the shit out of this boy and like the other teacher beats me like to it to break it up and he's like what the fuck you crazy bitch you trying to break my glasses like, oh, you stupid fuck she's trying to dent your face in jesus christ did you see that punch <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god. It was hilarious. This could... He was so worried about his glasses. I was like, that bitch that bitch was trying to break your nose. She wasn't trying to break your glasses. She could dent your face and she would. <laughs> oh man. I can't imagine the shit you've seen. That's crazy. You've seen that much, like many fights already. Like to see yeah. a fight here and there at a at our school was normal too, but it's not like almost an everyday thing yeah but i mean there's a thousand kids so you never know like it's a lot of people yeah exactly a lot of people yeah does that school have more than one story yeah it's two stories okay it's an old shithole it's like a building straight out of the 50s. Most of the are there. It's got... Yeah. Well, no, a lot of things are older than the 50s. Like, this is, like, just, like, the very stereotypical, like, industrial, like, looking building, just, like, brick, just, like, no architecture whatsoever. Like, <laughs> everything is... Brick and OG, mortar. everything's original still. Yeah. It's just 
yeah nothing's updated there's still like old fucking phone booths like phone booths that are so old like is far before my time like i i know like phone booths like when i picture a phone booth it's not that like that's how old they are i'm like damn that looks like yeah straight out of a movie (laughs) that thing probably had a party line yeah I was reading, uh, Becky's mom gave us a subscription to the Minden City Herald, which is really funny. All of a sudden, it just started showing up out of nowhere. We're like, what the fuck? Who's sending us the Minden City Herald? It's like in Becky's name. To your apartment? Yeah, to our apartment. That's hilarious. So it's kind of funny to just like look through it. But uh, there was a story in the one that we got this week. It was about the Forster Inn and how it's like haunted and all like the weird stuff that happens there and how many quays right around the corner. And I mean, everybody, like most people around the thumb know that anyway. Yeah. But it was also talking about how the Forster Inn is, is haunted and like a bunch of this weird shit happens there. You never know. You never know. You never know. I don't know though. That legend about mini quay just always, Cause we've been there, like been around that area a bunch of times at night. Never seen anything. I don't know. Yeah, people don't know. I don't know what it would take. There's that. It's such a weird show. That show that covered um the Forster Inn, like Dead Files or something. Really? Yeah. Somebody has it on DVD. I I just saw it recently. Interesting. It's just, I don't know. Like, I believe in spirits and I believe, like, that there's probably, you know, those types of things happening, but it's just, I don't know. I'm a I need pretty, to see, I don't I know. See to believe. I don't know if I believe in, like, true ghosts, like, in a movie sense, what you would think of a ghost. Like, I do agree that like energy is created equal so when you die like there's still energy of you in the air or in the vibrations i guess if you think of the earth as kind of what it is like each day that's kind of what it is yeah so i believe in that but i don't know like to see an actual ghost like a spirit flying around or I don't know. I can't believe in that. Yeah. Until something proves me wrong. Yeah. I said this last time we took shrooms. I'm more, way more freaked out about things that are actually, you know, out there like fucking grizzly bears and people that you can't see coming. <laughs> yeah. But it would be really cool. It would be really cool to have like some sort of experience. It would be. It's just like it probably if you do have one, it's probably when you least expect it. So it probably scares you. But I don't know. Especially if it was a good spirit. Like it's weird. Somebody you missed or something. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. Right. Doesn't grandma have some good ghost stories? I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, she's always fucking zonked out on painkillers, so how the fuck you know what's real and what's not real? 
pretty true. But she, I don't know. I also don't know. She uh, used to tell I some good stories. I also don't know, like... Yeah. I also don't think, I don't know, the difference between, like, dreaming and... Dreaming and actually seeing something, like... You know, because your brain is so powerful, what it can manifest, like, when you're dreaming being able to differentiate between reality and your dream is like sometimes hard to do. Like when, you know, you, when you have a really vivid dream or really lucid dream and you wake up and you're like, it feels real. Then you kind of got to shake it off for a second. Like, well, what if that was with like this, the setting was your house and like, you're having this dream about somebody and then like, you think they're right there, but you were actually just dreaming. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, I'm sure you've done it before. Like, I've caught myself saying something that I've done or, like, have experienced. And then I'm like, wait a second. Did that really happen? Or am I, like, thinking of a dream? Because sometimes it's like your thoughts, like, will. That's why deja vu is a thing, in my yeah. opinion. Because your brain's probably recreated that scenario in your head. And right. show like especially when you're sleeping that's what dreaming is so cool like it's one of the few things that we have much data and knowledge about well it's, it's so crazy. hard how can you it they'll figure it out probably at some point but yeah it's crazy and that's one thing yeah. like that we discussed during or maybe like before or right when we started Sto- sober october like, so, like, three or four episodes ago, I think we were talking about that. Like, it's so fun to dream because we have vivid, really vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's not so fun because it feels so real. Yeah. And that's, like, every... It, it was happening to me, like, I dreamed or dreamt way more. This month? Yeah, and actually, like, remembered a lot of them. Yeah. I should have started a dream journal. I think I I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I dream every night pretty much. But like when I'm feeling like super I don't know, I feel like when I'm super like depressed or like super just really down, it's hard for me to remember the dreams cuz my brain is just like overloaded with negativity so it's just like wake up and like forget about that dream instantly because it's weird like it's it's really weird how like the first few minutes you can remember it like it was real and then 15 minutes later it's like it you it never even happened like it's really weird it is really weird like your brain was powerful enough to make this whole scenario who knows i don't know how long it actually lasts like I'm sure that the research can tell you like how long a dream actually lasts. I think it's only like 90, 60 or 90 minutes. Yeah. So it's not, but still that's a pretty good amount of time. So your brain can create something like that. You can remember it like so well. You think for so a well. Minutes. You think so well for a couple minutes and then 15 minutes later, you're like, what was that dream about? I don't even remember. Anymore. And Yeah. And like minutes later, you'll just like start forgetting it. Like, that's why I really like to walk. Like, part of when I walk is just, like, unless I go, like, a brand new place, it's just this almost, like, thought, almost like a dream state while I'm walking because I can just focus on being present most times, and it's it's fun. Like, like, 
I, I tend to remember a lot of my dreams when I'm walking around the yard and I think that's cool. Like I'll remember them randomly through the day sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I'll wake up and not have any like recall maybe like for a second. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I think dreaming is like necessary for you though. I think it's. I liked in the dissect podcast about what's the use, how they were discussing the, the thought of like, you're just an idea, like how like Mac Miller believed, like, you know, he's just an idea to people. Like you'll never only like a certain amount of people actually know me and like other, everybody else. It's just like, it's the idea of me and who I am and, like, this is your idea from this experience or, like, from this music. But, like, my family, like, I am a real person and less of an idea. But still, even to them, it's, like, unless you're in in their presence, it's just the idea that you're creating in your own head about that person. I was, like, man, that's it's very true. Like, mm-hmm. of course, we were a being, but, like, if you're not with them, it's just like the idea that you're creating in your head from the experiences or from what you just what you know, or have learned or experienced. Yeah. Yeah, that's why perspective is such a cool thing. Because you get to see somebody else's view on something like. Because that's why we're so different, because we all grow up around different views. And then like everybody's perspective is a little different and no one can just see it's hard to see other people's because you haven't experienced it. Right. But it is a, it is a weird thing. It's cool. Like yeah, everybody just, especially on life and on situations, everybody has a little bit just different of a perspective, different yeah, morals, different values that guide their life. And so they think about things differently. Hmm. I don't know. I'm really high, and I lost thought there. Where are we at? I what we're <laughs> I, the what's the use dissect was really good. I really mm. enjoyed that. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta listen to that. And I gotta like start how that, Like when they laid down the track. Like when. Oh man, it's just so cool. Like how it, you can. They just isolate the different parts of the song and like, they're like, oh, this is what they had at the beginning. And then like, you know, someone, this person came, laid down like the bass in one try, like on it and is perfect Mm. without even hearing, without even hearing what they had already done. Just like played, played that. And it's like an homage to like a artist that Mac likes that played funk music. And I didn't even realize Snoop Dogg was in the song. I'm like, what? Yeah. Snoop Dogg. I didn't know that either. No, that's the cool thing about Dissect. I like, I'll plug that podcast to anybody because it's so cool. That likes rap. It's mostly rap. Some R&B too, but. It's just like the breakdown of each line and or each like lines that go together anyway and the beats and the rhythm behind the song and everything like it's fucking it's cool to see. It's cool to hear anyway. Yeah, it is really cool. 
it also makes you appreciate music even more like for the art form that it is because it's so many moving parts to come together to make a song really really well so many yeah and to connect them all and like with your voice is it's a talent that's why singing and being a singer is such a an insane thing like when you become famous because everybody's so like everybody wants that and only some people get it and get it at the right time because i think it's a little bit of luck but like i'm sitting here that i love the mac poster that you got me at just always like that picture just speaks a lot of words to me because he's got his like favorite albums in front of him Mm -hmm. and he's just like looks like he's happy (laughs) i see a lot of i see a lot of people i mean maybe it's because i like him so much but i know like when i see comments on instagram about like his music and stuff it's a lot a lot of people that like will be saying they miss him and like he was one of their favorite artists i'm like he was amazing the Mm -hmm. the like the progression he made in music is crazy yeah he was just getting started on like a cool new sound that was very original in my opinion when we were in pittsburgh last weekend even though it was dark and it was just like hell yeah i'm in pittsburgh like you know that energy you know just the thought of him being there was like yes this is this makes me feel better just knowing i'm here and then i'm here to see mgk i was like this is legit yeah you gotta tell us about mgk round two how how did that go oh yeah it was amazing i uh it was at the um university of pittsburgh's basketball arena and it was perfect because we missed Jaden, so that was cool i was glad we missed Jaden. (laughs) <laughs> we got there just in time and we bought tickets last minute so we i worked all day and then i got done with work at four thirty. got home changed my clothes becky had everything like ready to go and we drove to pittsburgh from from like right after work so it was like a four-hour drive rainy at times foggy at times it's like super a super beautiful drive but also it was long as fuck <laughs> Uh, but we made it on time and we bought like Becky was debating with some tickets and she sent me them and I was like I've sat side stage before and it was amazing because it was like you could see the artist backstage so I was like and it was a front row seat side stage so I was like take that one like let's just let's just it could it could be really really shitty or it could be yeah because you could get blocked off by something exactly but it was great. It was phenomenal. We were probably honestly had the one of the best seats in the building yeah. and it was last minute just because like the pit was not like our show in Detroit. It was just like the basketball court. There was no chairs, no seating, no nothing, which is fine. Like you're going to stand anyways, but it's where you're just packed in all at the same level. So and then, you know, you got people sitting on top of other people's shoulders. So it'd be like, man, if you got stuck behind something like that, it would really suck. Yeah, that happens all the time at concerts, though. 
Yeah. Like every concert I've ever been to, like you, you're just fucking shit out of luck most of the times if you're short, unless you get really fucking closer at a good point of view. Anyway. Yeah. But he came up into this into the crowd by us really early in the in the set, and like the we got to be like like Jaden was standing like right in front of us, and like his whole band was like hanging out there, and we could see mgk and the band smoking like blunts in the back of the stage <laughs> when they were taking like a mini break and smoke sesh like the bait like the guitar player and the bass player got we got to see them like really close and chilling which was cool so and then after uh, the concert uh itself was phenomenal again it was different i was glad i wasn't blasted this time i enjoyed it <laughs> like i enjoyed both but it was like nice not having cotton mouth and yeah just, just like wow. being very in the moment sober was actually like really fun <laughs> i yeah i bet it was like that was i mean one of my first few concerts like going sober that shit was insane either way so but you know we had to smoke a little bit before that detroit one oh, i got us for sure i got us those those nice pre-rolls and that's what I still have a roach of, like a big roach of. Like, it's got yeah. It had it would have been distillate in it. No wonder we were fucking so. Well, it would have been fine if I had a drink. I just didn't yeah. have a drink. So yeah, we said we talked about that. We could have so easily brought fucking drinks in. Yeah, a water would have been fine. I didn't really care at that point. But yeah, we got to CMGK up and close. That was sweet. And then when at the yeah, end of the concert. Cool. At the end of the concert uh, in Pittsburgh, he like kind of came down and was like just greeting fans. And Becky yelled Kells, and he turned and looked at her, and he came over and like shook her hand and shook my hand, and that was pretty dope. Didn't have a shirt on, so Becky was licking her hand after she touched him. <laughs> I was gonna say Becky got a lady boner. <laughs> uh. It's, it's just so it's so interesting though to see like a person that has fame and just I don't know it's just bizarre to me I've never I haven't been really starstruck that many times in my life because I'm just very real about people being humans too mm-hmm. like there's certain people that I'm sure if I just like randomly stumbled upon and wasn't prepared for it like going to an MGK concert you're prepared like my mind's prepared to see him yeah, like, what if you, like, sat in the same limo as Derek Jeter or something? <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm still just, like, I'd be like, oh, damn, that's really cool. But also, I'm like, you're just a person, you know? Like, yeah. So when you see people just, like, trample, like, push through and just not give a fuck about anybody else just to try to get a little closer to maybe touch them, it's, like, so bizarre to me. I'm like, for what? Like if you touch him like is that such a life-changing moment for you like oh my god i fucking touched him like that's the if that's the best moment of your life it's like kind of sad honestly (laughs) yeah i know that's i don't know it's kind of a weird thing danny was super happy when she touched mgk but no it was cool cool, but it was really cool. cool but yeah it wasn't like you know, people like get trampled and actually yeah. hurt, and, and people just disregard other human life because of this one person, and it's and it's weird to me. It's it's just really bizarre. 
I mean, I think that's the best way to be around a celebrity or anybody like that anyway, because like they don't want you to they don't want you to treat them different. Like you can say hi and be courteous, but like I've stumbled upon Miguel Cabrera. That was in Pittsburgh, actually. That was a good yeah. memory in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and like it didn't I don't know. I was little at the time, but from what I remember it just felt really normal. Like he was just a human and it was cool to like see him, but it's not, I don't know, this major point in my life. And like Andre yeah. Drummond, we saw him outside of B-dubs one night and I, like me and Kyler dapped him up and then we left. <laughs> We're like, what's up Andre? And we like dapped him up and like yeah. hopped in our car and left. And, yeah because it's not like you're actually going to get to know these people unless it was like one of your friends growing up or you have some sort of in like you don't actually get to know them i don't know it's just it's bizarre it's a bizarre thing like it's when weird we, it when is people weird. fan like whatever you want to call that like yeah. go fanatic literally <laughs> over people it's when we got to meet brian callen a few weekends back it was just like you know it, it was like even that was it was just fun because i was like this is cool like we actually get to meet him just like say hello to him but he's just like a person so it's i think it that felt pretty normal too because you get to hear him on podcasts so much that he it seems like you know him just because you've heard him tell so many stories and Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's a weird thing but It's it's cool how much people like that can like MGK or just like anybody that has fame they can just inspire people, like in in such a way, just because of some a talent that they have. Yeah, yeah. But he puts on a good he puts on a great show. He puts on a hell of a show. Just having fun with the crowd. Like his bodyguard once again. His bodyguard's huge, and he just hops up like climbs up into the crowd and the bodyguards like trying to catch up to him and it, <laughs> it was so funny we saw these two girls get kicked out i don't know what they did and mgk's like walking back up to the stage and the security guards leading them out and they're like turning around they're like oh he's right there like please don't let us leave or please don't make us leave and we're like oh you dumb bitches what did you do like he's like right behind them walking up on the stage and they're getting escorted out or like just doing oh, too much for sure yeah, exactly just doing like too much Oh, was that worth it? Now you, <laughs> it's actually a pretty good story, but I'm sure. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Your videos were awesome to watch. Me and, uh, I think it was me and Kyle Canera, we were talking about that. That you're, you were going to another MGK concert and then we were talking about it at basketball. It's cool. Yeah, I'm glad we did it. It was it was worth it. We didn't get home till like four in the morning. The drive home was <laughs> that's always brutal. It was, it was good at first because you're at the, uh, like you know you have that natural high from the concert. So mm-hmm. flipped on some chill Mac music and was just enjoying the ride. And I made Becky stay awake the whole time. I'm like, you ain't you're not fucking sleeping. Yeah, keep my ass awake. Yeah, but. It worked out. I'm glad we went and got to see because that was the he only had two more. Well, he had one show the next night in 
Connecticut, and then the next show was the last one in Cleveland for the tour. So I bet that one's gonna be crazy. Oh my god, we looked at tickets for that too. Just like before, before we went to Pittsburgh, we looked at tickets, and the cheapest was like two hundred or two hundred and fifty for like shit seats. Yeah, not surprised. I'm surprised there were more, honestly. Yeah. But we played Smoke and Drive early again. That was fun. Uh, see, I would like to go back and hear that because now I know it. Like I said, I was telling you that that song would be so fucking lit. I heard it when he did it. I just didn't. I had never heard it. Maybe once by from you. I yeah, I played I it. Even I know. played it when you and Kurt were when you and Kurt were here. I played it then. For yeah, sure. I think that's when I had like finally learned it because that was the week after the concert oh was it yeah i can't remember my favorite line in that song is like um in like the first verse when he when he's like i learned how learned how to roll a joint before i shaved and shit yeah (laughs) yeah i was smoking noji cushion lemon haze and shit Oh, uh, dude, that song literally, like, makes me, like, when I started smoking when I was 15, about, like, actually, like, a decent amount, <laughs> I'm like, that's that's how that song makes me feel. It's like I'm fucking going back. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I know. I love that he covered it. I actually put it on when I was rolling a joint. <laughs> I had to. You had to. Because I had been listening to it all month. I'm like, I can't wait to smoke to this. <laughs> I know. That's what, I'm like, when I come home, I'm like, that, that song I'm probably going to play right away. The video is dope as fuck, too, because he's sitting in one of his dope-ass cars. Mm-hmm. Chiefing. Which is nuts to me, that people can get high as fucking rap and stuff like i see i see why and how people do it like sometimes and this is why i think especially musicians get so hooked on drugs is like when you're on drugs like you find a rhythm that you would hardly find naturally Mm -hmm. you find like a different vibe and i get why they do it like and continue to and get hooked on shit because they're trying to make music and sometimes that's like a a barrier breaker. It's weird mm-hmm. to it's like it doesn't have to be, but it is for a lot of people. No. Yeah. Like that's why MGK probably he... smokes Halloween before he gets goes on stage. That's how like Travis Scott is too. And Mac was like a big coke <laughs> dude and he liked smoking too. They did a lot of drugs. Yeah. Just a lot in general. Yeah. But he made some fucking insanely good music. (laughs) He was probably really high for a lot of making it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's weird. It's weird how, like, it can... It can make and break a lot of musicians and actors and stuff like that. That's what was fun about when I lived in Hong Kong and when James and I went out to the 
uh, our friend Lex's studio a couple times. Like, I always had a joint with me, and when he had artists in there, and we got the one, the couple Asian like dudes. The one was a rapper. I brought the blunt in for him, or the joint in for him. I was like, gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> at your service. <laughs> I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying your music. Can I offer you a token of appreciation? <laughs> it's fun. That was a cool setup. We're gonna. I wish that you could have seen that. I think you would have really. You'd really dig that. I was just telling Danielle. I was glad before we left. Becky got to go out there. I was telling Danielle on, like Tuesday night, we went out to eat. And I'm like, man, some like authentic um, Chinese and Japanese food would have been amazing if I got to come out there. Let alone like a lot of other things, but oh yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, Chinese and Japanese probably <laughs> those wouldn't we would have had like local food for sure, but Japanese. Like, there's some places for sure, but our favorite places were, like, Thai and. Yeah, but even that, it's a lot closer. It's a lot closer to where it's actually at. Yeah, for sure. More authentic. I don't know. James had the um, last resort that was fried chicken. I think that's pretty close. I mean, everybody does fried chicken, but that shit was, like, uh. An American special. <laughs> it, was, it was better than a lot of places. Probably the best shit I've ever had. Well, James is a fucking bomb-ass chef, so what do you expect? Becky and I were just talking about it, too, how that place could literally be set up in any city here, and it would just, it would kill. <laughs> Tell James, get James on board to move. I always am. I'm always bugging him. Like, he'd fit in well and like, Texas. <laughs> yeah. I get why they why you wouldn't want to though. Yeah. And they've lived they lived in Hong Kong for seven, eight years, so Yeah, it's like home and he's got a career built there. Yeah. No, he'll have his own business someday, but it'll be on a beach. Fucking that's his dream on the beach somewhere. I can't but blame. Him. I can't blame him one bit. They're building have up I, this. Have I ever asked you? Are you a beach or a mountain or like a forest kind of guy? Where would you rather live? Or city? all the above? The city elite last. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> like, if you can get a combination of a couple of them, yeah, that's perfect. The water's got to be near, though. It would be. It would be amazing. I think the mountains would be amazing to wake up and look at, too. Yeah. Becky and I were just talking about that the other day. We were talking about, like, I was talking about Portland and, like, when I visited Ben, just, like, waking up at his house and looking out and just seeing a mountain. It's like, what? It doesn't even look real. (laughs) I'm sure it fades, but still still you can appreciate it yeah i appreciate honestly like michigan like living here i just have learned like 
just the amount of trees. The colors are still like kind of cool in some spots here. Yeah. Like, this time of year is beautiful because we have a lot of old trees and I don't know. There's a way like I would and there's a lot of beach, but I would like to go see like Colorado and see how I feel about that because I love like the Smoky Mountains and those ain't shit. Yeah. Like when I was out in Seattle and then Tacoma, like those mountains were cool. Yeah. But I want to get out west. When I was when I was visiting Ben the one time and we went to his cabin, which is in Washington, and you can see Mount St. Helens and in his cabin they have like some photos of it before it blew and it's just I would just look at it and be like, oh, could you just imagine being here and the lid just blowing off that bitch? <laughs> like, it doesn't seem like it should be real. It's insane. It's it's. I can't even imagine. It would be so terrifying, but so cool at the same time. Yeah. What is it they say? Is it Yellowstone if it ever erupts? Like could cover the whole like pretty much scale of America and ash. Yeah, pretty much. And dust and ash. That's nuts. Like the fact that that's a ash like a decent possibility in our lifetime. Let alone going with what all goes on in our fucking society cuz it's a shit show. Like yeah. We're we have to be anxious about that and too. <laughs> yeah. Getting dumped on with ash yeah it would be insane the way shit's going I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen (laughs) (laughs) exactly the last two years have been some of the craziest years that I've been alive yeah alright dude well you want to wrap up we're at like 50 minutes uh... yeah my old ass is getting tired. I've been trying to watch like basketball games. I told Becky the other night I was there was like two or three minutes left in the first half of a game the other night, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna watch these two minutes. I'm gonna take a shower and go to bed. I wake up at like 11:30, just drool all over my face, <laughs> sitting sitting exactly how I sat down. I'm like, what the fuck happened? You sound a lot like me. I fucking went out. It was like 9:30, 10 o'clock. I was watching the Chiefs game, and it was like the third quarter. I'm like, I can make it. The end of this game's gonna be good. And then I fucking wake up. It's one AM. They're they're showing highlights of it on ESPN on Sports Center. I'm like, uh Well I guess I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, so much for that. Didn't really miss it. But Alright, well it's good talking to you. Yeah, as always. For sure. I'll be in touch. <laughs>